Live from parts unknown, you're listening to Simon Miller's Pro Wrestling Podcast. The only wrestling podcast on the planet, we think. Sit back, relax, prepare for positivity to run through your veins as Simon Miller gives you your weekly dose of powerful pro wrestling audio. It is Miller Time. Hello and welcome to Simon Miller's Pro Wrestling Podcast. My name is Simon Miller and this is a pro wrestling podcast. Now we have gone up quite late on this Wednesday uh, day, afternoon, evening. Well, I don't know, everyone listens from around the world, so I don't know what time it is for you. However, here in the UK is quite late and the simple reason is, as you all know, I've got a stupid shoulder injury and I'm all over the place trying to get it sorted out. I've gone on about it enough, so we're not going to talk about it today. However, I will have more information about it tomorrow. Uh, and just to tie everything in, this is true. That's what I said I would do on Monday. I will give a small update to Patreons, uh, patreon.com, forward Simon316 uh, for then. And then once it's all sorted out, I'll make sure the rest of the world knows as well. <laughs> rest of the world. What a stupid thing to say. However, talking about the Patreon, you, as obviously there's a way that you can support me on there. And at a certain level, you can come on Simon's Pro Wrestling Podcast. And I'm very pleased to say that my man, my friend, James, is joining us right now. James, how are you doing today? I'm doing good, Simon. You? Yeah, you know, I'm all right. Shoulder hurts. Right. Tired because, you know, my shoulder hurts. <laughs> Grown a big beard just because I thought that'd be something to do. It is weird. Everyone said that. Like, why, have you gr- why does everyone grow a beard when you're injured? I'll tell you why. Because it's something you can focus on that requires zero effort. <laughs> that is why. Everyone goes, oh, it's probably because he can't shave. I'm not an invalid. I can still <laughs> shave my face if I want. Uh, but no, that, that, that's what it is. Uh, before we do get going, I should say, of course, uh, if you are listening on iTunes, please give us five stars, give us a review, it all helps. Uh, you can follow me on Twitter at Simon316. And if you want to listen to this on YouTube, you can at youtube.com forward slash middle report rules. And make sure you join Simon's Pro Wrestling uh, Facebook group. Just search for it in Facebook. Nice and easy. Right, James, before we talk about everything that's been going down in the world of wrestling this week, and there is a lot to get into, I always like to know when I have people on, why did you get into wrestling? How are you still involved in wrestling? And what is your current take on, on modern day wrestling? But we'll start at the start, as we should do. You know, why are you on this podcast right now in the sense that clearly you like wrestling? Why do you like wrestling? Um, well, it all started, I think, as everyone else my age with the Attitude Era. Yeah. yeah. 1999, you know, Channel 4, Sunday Night Heat. <laughs> Hello, I, I did- my favorite thing is so many people that come on recently have talked about the Channel 4 stuff. I love it. Yeah. I love yeah. it. Because Americans, and I love everyone, obviously, this is the podcast, but Americans, you won't understand how weird that was. Like, Channel 4 was, it was not a channel that would show pro wrestling. And they used to show pay-per-views at one in the morning. It was nuts. Yeah. Yeah. There's Royal Rumbles and bits and pieces just on randomly. I remember watching the Invasion stuff on there and i didn't have a clue what was going on because we didn't have sky <laughs> so i just had to keep up with it with uh sunday night heat stuff which, uh, yeah I, I tell you what though like I, I i was the same and i always respected wwe because i thought they did a very good job in always letting you know what was going on as best they could i think you know for all of wwe's failures or whatever i think those pro- maybe actually maybe less so today but that's different we live in a different world from there with the internet and social media but i always thought they did a great job in kind of getting me up to speed as much as they could i always liked that yeah, I mean, I barely saw The Rock and Stone Cold, but I knew who they were. Yeah. And it, it, it didn't matter that I didn't see them wrestle. I, I knew them from the video games. So I was always excited when it came to the pay-per-view that, yeah, I get to see these guys actually wrestle and I know what's going on. Absolutely. Um, so so who was the guy that you first saw on a on a television screen that made you went, you know what, this weird stuff with dudes in pants is all right? Uh, with it. Been Sunday Night Heat, Edge and Christian turned up, <laughs> running through the crowd, a little bit different. Obviously, the Hardy Boys as well. 
they were just cool. You know, there was just something about them together. Team Extreme chucking themselves off ladders. <laughs> um, you just couldn't believe it. So, yeah, I was I was more of a tag team guy because that tended to be what Sunday Night Heat was. Um, and then, yeah, played the video games. I mean, everyone had uh, SmackDown 2 on the PlayStation it's at my true, school. Yeah. It's true, yeah. Yeah, it just, everybody just played through that. I mean, that's how I got introduced to um, Shawn Michaels. I didn't know who he was because he'd he'd stopped wrestling at that point. It's amazing. Uh, so you find out, but do, do you go look him up? It's different, different. It's still around, though. Do you look him up? Do you, I mean, what do you do? Or are you just like, hey, just a character in a game? I'm, I'm sure I'll find out at some point. Yeah, exactly. I just played the game, played through it, did the little career modes, did all of that. Um, and then, yeah, played the early years was, wrestling was video games for me uh, because we didn't have sky and then the magic moment happened in 2004 when we got sky <laughs> and yep straight away raw and smackdown watching them every week um so watched it when the ecw stuff started coming in uh with the one night stand uh all the rob van dam bits and pieces loved that loved paul Heyman. yeah so I'm sure we'll discuss about him later. Well, we're definitely uh, going to, because I, I got some surprising responses to that. So, yes, we will. Um, and then, obviously, the Baron period happened, um, like for all wrestling fans. Um, went to uni. Couldn't, didn't have Sky there. Yeah, yeah, kept, yeah I did. Kept, kept up today on the internet, bits and pieces, Wikipedia. Every time I was back, I would see bits. So I saw the Nexus and bits of the CM Punk era when when I came back but yeah the past I suppose the past eight years was sort of bits and pieces when I could pick it up and yeah um it was only January this year for the Royal Rumble uh that I came back as I have um, wow so what was it why 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 2018 why January I mean you know what what made it so ready for you to to re-enter the world uh, well, I started uh, volunteering at primary school. All these children had WWE uh, bags. I love that. I like, That's brilliant. This is a good story so, already. Yeah. So I was like, oh, yeah, wrestling. I, I, haven't got, I haven't caught up with that for ages. What's going on? And I remember seeing a picture of Finn Balor in 2017 as the demon. I was like, who the hell's that guy? He's completely different. It's when he had, he'd, he'd won the uh, Universal belt. Again, I was like, I don't recognise that belt either. What's what's going on here? So um, just got the WWE Network because I was watching some of the stuff on YouTube and it kept popping up and it was like one month free. So I was like, okay, what, <laughs> you, what harm can it do? You're that guy. I'm you're, that guy. You're the guy. This is the way they shout at us all the time because look what it did. <laughs> I'm sure my fiance loves the fact that I started that uh, eight months ago. Yeah, um, she definitely does. So, uh, yeah, started watching the old Royal Rumble stuff because I just thought it's a nice, it's nice brain clean in a way. At the end of the day, I just sort of could relax and watch it and not worry what about school or about anything about work. Um, so I really could switch off and watch and enjoy it. I was like, oh yeah, 2008, woo. Let's go back to there. And then I watched the Royal Rumble, uh, the 2018 version, and Shinsuke Nakamura won it. And I was like, oh, that's good. A Japanese bloke's won it. I, I have no idea who he is. 
Uh, Matt Hardy came out, which, as I say, I was a Hardy Boys fan. Yeah. But what What's happened there? Does why has he come out like that? Is this a? I don't know. What? 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 Why is his hair all weird? And why is he laughing manically? <laughs> of course, yes. You had no. You had no idea so, about about all that I, stuff. No, I didn't know about the broken universe. I didn't know about all that. So straight away on the internet, what's wrong with Matt Hardy? <laughs> um, initially, I was a bit worried, thinking it was a mental health issue. Um, but no, found out it was a work and actually wasn't going anywhere near that. So I was quite happy with that. Um, but yeah, so fell into it, started watching YouTube videos, watch culture yourself. Uh, and just found myself getting more and more into it, and I've ended up, yeah, on the network. Um, the way I watch uh, Raw and SmackDown is through uh, the YouTube channels. So I don't actually watch the three-hour Raw or the two-hour SmackDown, because during the week, normally, I don't have time. But that's why you watch Ups and Downs. <laughs> that's exactly why I watch Ups and Downs. Good plug. You're a professional. <laughs> ah, I do my best. I do my best. You could be one of the guys in the comments going, yeah, piece of trash. Just, just shut the hell up. Um, but I, I, mean, dude, I think you've got a very similar story to a lot of people. And I, that's why I always like to hear it. Because well, if nothing else, hopefully one day someone from WWE listens to this and goes to show that, hey, look, Finn Balor caught somebody's attention. Shinsuke Nakamura caught somebody's attention. Can you believe it? Mm. Um, on, the, on the topic of Finn Balor, actually, let, let's start there because a lot of people nah, it's kind of 50 50 a lot of people think that he may climb his way back up to the universal title scene a lot of other people kind of feel like he's gonna he's an upper mid card guy i i think he's there i can't see wwe taking a chance on him anymore just because he's i just don't think he's one of their guys that's just what i think i could be right i could be wrong but that's my gut feeling i get from watching the show now obviously he must have <coughs> excuse me he must have some kind of appeal uh, to you for you to see him and go that that's interesting so, I mean, what is he one of your guys now? Is he somebody you look out for? Do you like his booking? Do you not like his booking? I mean, where do you come down on him? Because let's face it, he's a very, very good pro wrestler. Um, I'm slightly surprised I haven't used the demon gimmick more. Um, I'm also kind of surprised he hasn't got heel at this point because he ever watched New Japan. He's very good as a heel. He knows what he's doing. Probably a better talker as a heel than a face. And yet here we are in what is my opinion now, just because of so much they've given us, a dead-end feud with Baron Corbin. Uh, again, I like both guys. I like Baron Corbin. I've always said that. You can go through loads of podcasts and hear me saying that. But I don't think he's fulfilled his potential because I think he's been put in a position to do that to start off. So yeah, Finn Balor, where is he at with you? What do you see him doing? Or actually, you're quite happy with uh, his current lot. Um, so yeah, Finn Balor, for me, initially, I was like, oh my God, this guy, he can he can flip. He does the Pele kick. He's, he's flying around. He's not the biggest guy. I, I tend to like the smaller stature guys, even though they're still massive. Um, but, yeah, for me, he's become lost. I can't see him becoming universal champion again. I know when he handed the belt in uh, the night after SummerSlam, he said he'd be back for it and he'd, he'd come and find it. But as far as I can see, he's not been in that title picture at all yeah, that, that's what i mean that's what i mean by um it, that he, he hasn't been given the opportunity he, i mean he really no. hasn't the fact that he came back and didn't even want to fight seth rollins was madness i mean it yeah. really, really was and i mean he he's a great performer i mean the match at wrestlemania for the intercontinental title and they were just flying around and you think well surely this guy can be your guy he, he's got the talent and but he's obviously got the he's just not the right face. I mean, I think if he had a run with the IC Championship, that would be 
probably the best he can do at the moment. Mm. I just don't see it. Do you, this. do you think it's an injury thing? I don't know, because to me, I think you always <laughs> what what the popcorn, the, <laughs> the popcorn, the kettle black. But it's true. Like I, I take it on the shoulders too. I can completely understand if you give somebody your top title and then they get injured for such a long amount of time. And also maybe... Uh, knowing what we know about Vince McMahon, he was potentially pressurized or at least convinced to give uh, Finn Balor his title run as opposed to being on board of it to begin with. So maybe that's just what it was. And I, I understand that. I really, really do. Um, if somebody, if you can't guarantee that somebody's going to be around, you have to think long and hard about for giving them a world title. And a lot of people get upset about that. But from a business point of view, I kind of think it's hard to argue. Like, it, it's, the, it's, it's the, what do you call it? Um... Uh, was that stupid thing the kid that cries wolf that's what yeah the kid that cries wolf eventually you go well we should think about this so i don't know whether it's that uh, again I, I, i'm hoping given every we've got two weeks till SummerSlam, right i'm hoping there is some kind of demon tease on raw next week and then we can go into SummerSlam and we can have the demon versus baron corbin because then that's interesting and it frames it around something different as opposed to just this you know, constant back and forth that we've had with now I'm like, well, it's just 50-50 nonsense. Yeah, I mean, it's SummerSlam last year that we saw Demon last. You know, well, I, I, couldn't even, I wouldn't even... Oh, was, it, it, was it even further back? Um, yeah, I, I think the fact that they've carried on with this Baron Corbin feud, despite Finn winning, uh, was it last week with the roll-up and this week it was him jumping in for uh, Roman Reigns, that... Yeah, it's not a feud that makes me go, oh, yeah, this is amazing. It, mm. it, it's, a, it's a feud that's just happening. It's something two guys on the card that they don't know what to do with, so they're just putting them together and giving them a match. I so, agree. yeah, if they can give the demon hints again, that will actually spark some interest, I think. Mm. I agree. I totally agree. Uh, but I, I just think it's fascinating because a lot of people talk about Finn Balor and you get – so he got – his fan base that he does have is very passionate about Finn Balor. And I think he's talented, don't get me wrong. Um, but if someone said to me, do I think he should be universal champion? I'd say, I don't know. So, mm. But if you'd say, Simon, do you want Rusev to be universal champion? I'd say, absolutely. <laughs> but just, yeah. a, you know, just as a back and forth, it, it, I just, it's, it's something we should really talk about. Maybe, maybe not today, maybe another time. But this incredible mm. thing that wrestling and all, all forms of entertainment, really, the way that you know, some people are drawn to some wrestlers and other people's aren't. Like you mentioned the Hardy Boys at the start yeah. of this of this call. I always appreciated the Hardy Boys, but they weren't my guys when I was watching it as a kid. They just weren't. I don't know why, because they were cool yeah. doing cool moves. But it didn't it didn't make me evoke the same emotions as say a Stone Cold Steve Austin or even this is how stupid it was, but it's how idiotic kids are. Delo Brown. Delo Brown was oh, my wow. guy as a kid. I love Delo yeah. Brown. Like why? I don't know. Yeah. But I love Delo Brown. And these yeah. days it's strange because even now, if some you know, if you did some stupid game like Matt Hardy or Jeff Hardy, I pick Matt Hardy. And it's like, why would I pick Matt Hardy? I don't know. I don't know, but I would. Even though really Jeff Hardy is the guy that speaks to more people because he does have that innate sort of connection with the fans. Everybody's always said that, and it's true. Yeah, it's weird you've mentioned Matt and Jeff. Like, traditionally and previously, I would have always gone with Jeff. But having seen now the broken and the woken Matt, and also having watched the Hardy documentary on the oh, WWE I, I watched that the other day. That is, oh. that is really, really, really good. Like, I mean, it's, it's unbelievable for a WWE documentary. Really, really yeah. is. It's so truthful and goes into places where you would never, never think. They mentioned the, the issues that they've had in the past and they talk frankly about it. And I look at that and then go, well, 
I'm probably more of a Matt guy now. I appreciate what Matt's done. He's changed his character. He's brought this brand new thing into wrestling that nobody else is doing. And I just feel that with the current situation with him, they're just not quite doing what they could be doing. I mean, that people talk about him, him and Bray going a bit darker and, and maybe maybe not heel, but going more extreme. And Matt did post something on his uh, YouTube channel where he's talking about being darker, using the darker side of himself more than the light because he'd been over-consumed by the light. But if you watch the WWE output, you don't see that. And Yeah, I mean, yeah. I, I kind of hope when they lost the tag team titles that we were going to pull the trigger on all of that, because I still think we can do more with, with the whole woken, broken, whatever you want to call it stuff. And also, I get some people don't like it, but I've said this a thousand times, but I'll say it once more. That's why wrestling is so good. Wrestling is so good because we can do this stuff. Doesn't mean you have to like it, but it's nice that we can. And I don't mm. ever want to sort of close off that that sort of creative uh, that creative gap because really, you know, tying into Raw, which obviously I haven't talked about much yet, but I, I, the the angle on Raw this week was just there. And I don't mind the Raw tag team title scene at the moment. I think I, I quite like the B team. They make me laugh. I enjoy them. So that's all good. But, you know, we had a match between the Revival and the B team. The lights went out. It was White and Matt Hardy. They beat them up. That was that. And now we're getting a three-way next week as opposed to SummerSlam, which I don't get at all. But I guess we'll see yeah. what happens. But I just think... You could do more with that team, especially if they're forefronting a, divi- a fronting a division, which they are. So don't really understand why they're so hesitant to do that. But I guess I get. I guess again, it comes down to do it, Vince McMahon's just not that into the woken character. There was a lot of rumors out there uh, before they did whatever the WWE version, the final deletion was called. I always get confused about the uh, ultimate deletion. That's right. Yeah, like yeah. There, there was the things that Vince McMahon didn't get it, but you know, again, he was talked into it, so it's still nice that he did it. But I don't know. But I would say that, I mean, we'll just talk about it in, in, in a general. Um, the Raw SmackDown scene, I, the Raw SmackDown, the Raw title scene, tag- I tagged into, I like. The Smack- I like the SmackDown one as well. I just think they need more tag teams. Like, I, I was cool with the New Day beating Sheamus and Cesaro on SmackDown, especially because both of those, the, the last two matches within that tag team tournament have felt like just sporting contests. No shenanigans, just two good teams trying to best the other team in a tournament to win the gold. It's so easy to understand, and that's why I like it. But again, I just think maybe on both sides we could use more teams, which, again, drives me crazy when you watch Raw and you've got the Authors of Pain and they're just feuding with Titus worldwide for no reason. But, you know, I mean, I mean, what, what are you going to do? I, I presume it's going to be Bludgeon Brothers versus the New Day at SummerSlam. Maybe you work the Usos or someone else in there as well. I don't know. And then again, I, even though they say it's going to be next week on Raw, I imagine it will progress to the, the pay-per-view as well. Um, but I, I do think that the tag team title scene is better than it. Not necessarily that it has been, because I think the bar did very well. I'm talking yeah. sort of five, five, six years ago, it really was rubbish. I mean, that's, that's my dates are probably wrong there. In the past, I remember it really not being focused on, so at least this was, or is, I should say. Well, yeah, I mean, as I say, I had those eight years where I was dipping in and out, and I can't remember a tag team uh, from that period. But, um, yeah, when I've come back and you've got the bar, you've got the New Day, you've got actually established teams and you've got the authors of pain coming up there's there's potential there and you look at nxt i've been watching nxt is what i watch every time time i can see it you're not alone james i know i know there's a reason people watch it um but their tag team division in nxt is just stacked i mean you've got mustache mountain you've got uh heavy machinery who i just love for no reason other than they just 
are hilarious together. <laughs> um, you've got the mighty. You've got uh, oh the uh, the warrior ones uh, that do the all the face paint that have just come in. Uh, um, I, I know who you mean. I can't think of yeah. the damn names. I know who you mean. Those two. But yeah, people know who you're talking about. It's fine. Yeah. But yeah. yeah. Well, yeah, so you've got all of those ready to come up, but then you think, well, if you come up, you're just going to be left at the side like the Office of Pain or Sanity. I mean, where was Sanity this week? Well, this, you know what I realised the other day? I, 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 it's weird because I only ever realise it after I've done an episode of Ups and Downs. For example, where the hell's Naomi? Where's Naomi? Yeah. Where yeah. she have been on TV in weeks? And yeah. I guess WWE do it well because I never think about it at the time. I'll always think about it a day or two later and always go, Simon, you've got to mention that next week. And then I forget again. And I know they're on the house shows and they're doing everything, but you're right. How can you call up Sanity, have a bizarre feud with them in the new day where they won, they lost, they won, they lost. And then they're just not on, they're not on oh. TV. Like, I don't know. I, it's, I just don't get it. I, I don't know. Yeah. It's difficult. I mean, it's a hard one. They did the same with the bar with Seamus and Cesaro. They were eating pancakes for a couple of weeks when they got transferred across, and then they they vanished for they nearly two months. <laughs> they did, <laughs> and, and they appear so again. And, and it's like, oh yeah, we we're watching the World Cup. Well, the World Cup was only on for five weeks. Where were you the rest of the, yeah. rest of the time? I don't so, mind it to a certain extent but, because I actually do like it when people are off TV. Like yeah, you know. It's, I, I, AJ Styles wasn't on last week's SmackDown, but that worked really well for me because I was like, okay, Samoa Joe's said some bad stuff about AJ. Now, next week, I can get the retort. I'm like, that's a very good balance. I enjoy that. Uh, you can go too far with it, as they did with Brock Lesnar, but mm. there is a way to not have somebody on TV every week. And while it does suck for the live crowd who obviously want to see that person, I like it from a storytelling point of view. I think it works well. Yeah. I mean, there is an argument to have where you, you allow your superstars or wrestlers, as a lot of people call them, um, to have a rest period, have a month off. And because they're on the road all the time, it can't be the healthiest lifestyle to be having going out, performing, tired, traveling constantly. I mean, yeah, I wouldn't mind it if they rotated a lot more than they do. No, I, I, I wouldn't mind literally having three months on, three months off sometimes. I really wouldn't yeah. because I think it, it would give more opportunities. I think it would make us miss people. It would force the creative team to be smarter. I understand why we don't do it from a financial point of view. But um, yeah, I, I wouldn't be against that at all. I really wouldn't be against that at all. I think it would be good. No, it, it's, I mean, it's the fatigue that the general wrestling uh, fan has with Roman Reigns. I mean, I... I've got a unique perspective on that, as I've not seen most of it. Um, well, but let's, even... let's do it. Let's do it. Let's go. Shall we, shall let, we do we, this? We talk about it every week, and people go, why talk about Roman Reigns so much? I tell you why. Because he's a science experiment, and people yeah. always want to talk about science experiment. He's an anomaly. Uh, you tell me where... Actually, no, we'll go to the round. Let's talk about what he did this week, and then we can just pile it. Yeah. We can pile it into everything else. So, I mean, it was basic stuff. Um, you know, the start of the show, as always... You know, Kurt Angle came out, Baron Corbin came out, and Roman Reigns came out, and he got into a thing with Baron Corbin, and they had a match, and Roman Reigns won. It was fine. Like it, to me, it was a little bit flat just because it was a bit too expected, but it, but it was fine. The later on in the show, he was meant to tag with Seth Rollins, but he couldn't because Stephanie McMahon rang up and said, "Look, if I don't want to jeopardize my main event, he's not allowed to go in. If he does go in it, we're going to pull him from uh, from, from SummerSlam." So it's very basic stuff, very authority. We've seen it all before, but fine, mm. whatever. Coming off last week, really, and we'll talk about this after you, you, you talk to us about Roman Reigns, the, the, the real thing to sell that match this week was what Paul Heyman did. Again, we'll save that for yeah. a few minutes. But yeah. 
it, I, I, my thing is this, and a lot of people came at me about this as well, but I don't really they think they got what I meant. Last week, a lot of people thought, oh, Roman Reigns is now getting cheered. And maybe they were saying, we want Roman. Some people think they say, we want Strowman. I, I mean, who I knows? think it was Simon. I, well, well, I said Simon. that. I said yeah. that it was Soman, yeah. which is very yeah, close Soman. to Simon. <laughs> but whatever, it doesn't matter because it's about consistency and not about just a one night in Miami. And, they, you know, they were you know more into Roman this week, but it wasn't the all-encompassing, enthusiastic... Uh, arrival of the, of the babyface, you know, uh, you know, wannabe champ, and that's what I think they need in this situation. Now, I every time I say this, people go nuts. I don't think Roman Reigns is a bad wrestler. I think he's a very good wrestler. Everyone always goes, but he just does the same moves. And I would say the Rock, Stone Cold Steve Austin, John Cena. Yeah. That's yeah. just a very WWE style. But of course, if you don't like somebody, you're going to notice that uh, notice that more. And I'm not saying that disparagingly either. The best wrestlers only do a few moves because they get it. They're, they're able to work a crowd. So mm. I don't mind him. What I mind is everything around Roman Reigns. And that's what, that's what drives me nuts. You know, WrestleMania 34 main event. I wanted to enjoy it for what it was, but I couldn't because if the fans have checked out to that degree, the atmosphere is sucked out of the room and, and I am too. So James, you said you've got a unique perspective on this. Yeah. Fill, fill me in and probably get prepared to be pelted with... No, I'm joking. You won't. You won't. I'm, <laughs> kidding. I'm kidding. So uh, as I, uh, I've been teaching at mathematics in a secondary school and one of the students I was dealing with is a wrestling fan so we obviously talked about wrestling and he asked me who my favorite wrestler was I said Finn Balor and he told me to get lost uh, it's Roman Reigns is what he told me and I said ah interesting okay why is it Roman Reigns and he said well he just looks badass there you go and there you have it right there Oops. right there you've got someone whose target demographic saying he looks badass and that's all you need to know that's why he's getting pushed he's he's the guy that is selling stuff um i feel sorry for him as a performer because as you say he's very good at what he does but he's been put in a position where like at backlash i remember that terrible match that happened there where people were walking away and they ended up in the crowd and someone got into his face, whether they were planted yeah, there sorry. or not, and said, you deserve this, Roman. You deserve this. <laughs> and I just thought, he doesn't. he doesn't. He's been put in this situation. He's been paid a lot of money. You'd do exactly the same. You'd be like, yeah, I'll have every title opportunity that comes my way. I'll headline WrestleMania all these times. It's not his fault. Um, I think it the decision not to give Roman the title at WrestleMania has backfired because Bobby Lashley, who I loved back in the day, came back and really had nothing to do. But also, I think after WrestleMania, they should have put him on the sidelines, just had him out of the picture for a bit. So people actually missed him, bring him back, give him a new coat of paint, make him badass. Uh, and maybe make him a bit more healy in the way that he talks. Because this whole woe is me attitude doesn't fit his the way he looks. Like, I, I agree. Does a badass go, oh, well, I, sh I should be the champion. Oh, my feet touch the floor first. No, they don't. They go, <laughs> they, they go in and they get that title. They get, they they don't care. They don't stand on the mic, uh, sit on the mic, and just go. Yeah, it's all my, oh, it's all it's all their fault. Oh. Um. So yeah, it's. I feel sorry for him. Uh, is my opinion, and they they've got to give him the title at SummerSlam. 
don't do this stuff with Braun Strowman cashing in because no, they, they 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 cannot just don't they they cannot if they do they're even gonna get backlash from me at that point they yeah. cannot do that I mean before before we move on the the kid that told you he liked Roman Reigns mm. is he I mean you may not have talked about this but. Is there any, was there any sort of, uh, I can't remember the right word, but did he, you know, was he aware of the booing? Did he talk about the booing or the reaction he get or does he even care about that? He he just said they were jealous. Um, oh, so he did say, okay. So he, he recognised that there were people booing him and because pe- I, I said, oh, people don't really like him. I said, I I recognise his skill, but I'm not his biggest fan. And he said, oh, they're just jealous. They, they, they don't understand that all he has to do is a Superman punch and a spear and that's it. They don't understand that he's that strong. So, <laughs> brilliant. I, I just thought I don't think he understands that. Actually, I I, I didn't mention that wrestling is uh, pre-scripted um, <laughs> to him because he's genuinely into it, and he Roman Reigns is his guy, and I don't want to ruin it for him. Don't want to burst that bubble for him because that's a nice age to be at where you're watching stuff and going, oh yeah, like I used to watch. Back in the day, I used to think Kane was awesome, and look on the um, uh, the turnbuckle to see if his um, pyro uh, bits were there, just to see if he was coming out that night. <laughs> so I know exactly how he f- feels about stuff like that. So I didn't want to ruin it. It is interesting. I know a lot of my mates have kids, and they uh, and they all have they all watch wrestling, and they all they all they all love Roman Reigns. Every single one of them. Um, and again, there's nothing wrong with an adult not liking Roman Reigns, but I think there needs to be a bit of self-awareness as well and realize, you know, that there is a reason this happens. And kids mm. are, are a hugely important demographic for WWE. And they do. They love him. They yeah. abso- absolutely love him. They do. Um, so okay, it's, it, it is interesting. And uh, I don't know if anybody saw the Instagram clip that WWE put up the other day with Roman Reigns and Seth Rollins giving a fist bump to a fan. But I watched that anyway. You know what? This is why I don't moan about wrestling. It's just wrestling. It means so. Yeah. It means so much to some people. It means something to me as well. But you know, it really means so much to some people. And it's just awesome. I don't see why we have to hate on it anyway. Uh, right, Paul Heyman. He's the other thing that happened on on Raw that's related to Roman Reigns. Now I was surprised. I watched this promo. The Paul Heyman cut where he's crying and saying he doesn't know what's going to happen with Brock Lesnar and he can't believe it and he's scared and he's sad and all these things. And I thought it was wonderful. I thought, I mean, yes, you could say, I mean, you, you could argue out of context it was a bit over the top, but in context, I thought it was brilliant. And if anybody ever wants to become a wrestler and wants to talk well, I would say you should study this promo and, and see what he did. And then, yeah, I heard people come out and go, well, that's a bit silly, that's a bit rude. And I was like, what are you talking about? What do you want? If you if you don't want that, I thought it was excellent. I thought it sold the story, the way that he ended it by saying, you know, look what he's gonna do to Brock Le- uh, to Roman Reigns. If I don't even understand how he could be in this, you know, in, in this mood, I, th- I thought it was excellent. And I think Paul Heyman <laughs> remains one of the best damn things about WWE television. Yeah, I mean, I got chills watching that. The the fear he had in his eye. I've not seen Brock Lesnar like this. I've known him for 15 years and he's never been like this. And uh, was it Renee Young that was interviewing? Yeah, 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 it was, yeah. Yeah. And she said, do you think Roman Reigns can beat him? And it's like, no, you've been stupid. Of course not. He, he's, he's an animal. He's, he's just out of control. And I, I think, yeah, Paul Heyman, just give that man a medal i don't know just give him what he wants um because he is for me the the reason why brock lesnar keeps some of his um mystique 
because I, I don't think Brock has the best... He, his voice doesn't match the way he looks, if you know what I mean. Um, it's a bit... It's, it's menacing, but not as menacing as I thought when I first saw yeah, him. Yeah, I, I think that's I, fair, yeah. I always thought he was German for some reason because he turned up on uh, one of the games and I just couldn't beat him. He was so dominant. <laughs> and I, I was just, who's this guy? He's just massive. Um, and yeah, the, the stuff they did last week was brilliant with him. It, it worked and yeah praise to them they're they're really pushing that brock is out of control and he's the biggest bad guy that there can be and that is a way to build up your good guys i mean you make your bad guys bad but unfortunately the good guy that they've got hasn't been accepted (laughs) yeah he's not a good guy um what do you think of jim ross's take on this because jim ross did a podcast and he said he doesn't necessarily i don't want to misquote him but he said personally he wouldn't have booked it this way because he doesn't believe in booking things negatively you know and obviously the negative thing here is that brock doesn't want to be on the show doesn't want to wrestle yada 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 i kind of agree with him to a certain extent i think you should always try and come at things from a positive but that's just that's my shtick but you you seem to be quite into it so i just wanted to get your take on what he said yeah, um, I mean, I I see his point of view. I mean, I'm a positive guy and I, I t- tend to try and build up, well, that's why I'm teaching, try and build up positivity and, and all of that. But when they're in a situation where they don't know what they to do and they've got this situation with UFC, they can draw on that and they can just bring on the fact that Brock doesn't turn up on the shows uh, I think it's probably the easiest way to go. And I'm not saying the writers are lazy, but it it's probably the natural way to go with it now. Um, and Roman's not over as they want him to be either. So that has put them into this tricky situation where they're downplaying their own show in a way by saying well, that. Well, yeah, they, they are. And I, uh, I mean, I, going back to what you said, just let Roman Reigns win the damn thing. Let him mm. win the damn thing. Please, please do not let me be sat here talking in two weeks. I can't, mm. I can't, I can't handle it. But we will see. Uh, we will see what happens. Um, I, I mean, I, otherwise, Raw was. I mean, it wasn't bad. It, it, it was fine. It was kind of there. Uh, Sasha and Bailey obviously doing their thing. I don't mm. like that. Oh, we should talk about the main event. Actually, to be fair, Ronda Rousey's first ever match on on uh, on national or international TV. Raw, whatever you want to call it. Uh, mm. now, my my problem with I always I always thought this to begin with the opponent is half the match, right? And no offense mm. to Alicia Fox. I'm well aware Alicia Fox has some really hardcore, dedicated fans. I don't understand why. I, but good for her. Like, not, nothing against her. That's really nice. But, you know, that Alicia Fox versus Ronda Rousey, because the rating came out. And actually, I thought the ratings held up quite strongly this week. But the ratings came out and was like, oh, she's not a draw, blah, 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 which I don't think it was fair, but neither here nor there. But the point being, I thought for a main event of Raw, and Ronda, and Ronda was protected, obviously, I thought it was fine. I thought it was absolutely fine. I think Ronda gets better each and every week. And mm. I'm, I, I'm actually a big fan of her. And I, I think she's good for pro wrestling, if I'm completely honest. Yeah, I, I think the match suffered. If it was Mickey James, I think we'd have had a brilliant match. Um, but yeah, Ronda's facial expressions, the way she sells, the way she has that face where she just goes, right, this is it. I'm ending you now. It, it genuinely is scary. And yeah. She looks badass when she's doing it, and that seems to be the word of the day, badass. Um, but, yeah, it's 
it's great to see what she's doing, even coming back and seeing what she did at WrestleMania, seeing what she did at Extreme Rules. And uh, no, sorry, Money in the Bank. And um, it, it, she's, she's got it. You know that thing that you need to be a pro wrestler. She's got it, and she's got it so quickly. That, I, I honestly think it's the Brock Lesnar thing. I think we buy into it not more necessarily, but we can buy into it easily because we know she's legit. Yeah, like we know yeah. you know she's not mucking around. She could, other than probably Brock Lesnar and Kurt Angle, and there's an argument to that one. Kick everybody's ass in that company. Do you know what I mean? Like, so when you know that, I mean, you can argue it both ways. You can say, well, that kind of ruins it too. But it's resting. We suspend our disbelief. But I think because of that, it, you know, it certainly does help. And when she is putting these reactions, you kind of can believe it more because mm. of you know, because you know you know that it's true. And I I thought it, I thought it was fine. I didn't think it was anything to necessarily write home about. I didn't think it was amazing. But I certainly thought it was it was entertaining enough. And I, like I said, I think all that matters at this stage is that, uh, is that Ronda continues to, to move in the right direction. And, and I think she does. That, you know, that, that's all I've got from it. I think that she continues to make the right steps. And if for my money, she's either winning the, um, uh, what do you call it? The, the Women's Championship at SummerSlam or she's winning it at the Pay-Per-View Evolution. One of the two. Yeah, yeah. yeah. She, she has to. Um, she either holds it going in. I suspect... Um, them. I don't know if there'll be shenanigans again in this match. I hope not. Um, but yeah, she's what. What I'm looking forward to is Shayna Baszler coming up from NXT, and her wow. and Ronda would be just wow. Money made, money made food yeah. right there. But as long as WWE remember to actually tell people the story of Shayna Baszler, if there's one yeah, thing they do not do well is that they when don't they, do. they, they, they they don't even tell you that these people have been no. on NXT, which actually no. sometimes works. Like, take someone like Elias, for example, right? It's actually worked mm. for him that we didn't, because he didn't really work down in NXT. But more often than not, you want to, you know, you want to use that. You want to use the time they've invested in the company, you know, to get a reaction. So I always find it weird when they don't do that. But mm. hey-ho, that, that, that's, that's, that's WWE for you. One thing I do want to, I mean, we'll talk about some other stuff as well, obviously. But I think that we should um, talk about, it's just slipped my mind because I'm clicking things trying to find it. Oh, AJ Styles promo. That's what it was. I knew what it was. Oh. The AJ yeah. Styles Samojo promo. Now, mm. again, something that you know people have come at me and said they don't they don't massively mass- uh, agree with my style, which is fine. But I'm just letting you know, to, 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 you know, maybe my point is controversial. It wasn't that I didn't like AJ Styles' promo. AJ Styles could just talk about his bin, and I would enjoy AJ Styles. But I was surprised about what he said. I never get why the face would justify it, uh, heel words that are somewhat nasty. That makes no sense to me. Especially someone like AJ Styles, who is a ba- who is a proper babyface in 2018, which is something that we need to protect at all costs because it's wonderful mm. having a guy we actually want to win. And we've got some Ojo guy who secretly we all love, but still, he's a big enough asshole that we want to see him lose. And to come out and go, Samojo is right. I sacrificed this. I don't see my family. Don't say that. I yeah. just, it just surprised. I'm not saying it wasn't delivered well. I'm not saying it wasn't a good promo. I'm saying the core of the promo was not the direction that I personally would have gone in because mostly because no one else is saying that. No one else is saying that they can't take care of their family. So now I just presume that AJ is ignoring them. Yeah. Uh, part of, when I was watching that, I was interested by some of the wording that they used. And when he, he admitted, yeah, I don't see my family and I'm out all this time. And yeah, I'm probably not the best dad. I'm not there all the time for them if they're going to sports and stuff. 
just like all you guys that in the crowd in the WWE universe. And I, I just thought, whoa, hold on a second, AJ. <laughs> don't, don't start tiring everyone with the same brush. Just because you're not doing a great dad job as a dad doesn't mean everyone isn't. Is. It was weird. It, was definitely it, it weird. just it didn't fit with him being the super face, which I think, as I said earlier, Finn was was my favorite. I think AJ is my favorite now because he he comes across, especially in interviews away from everything, as the dad that is actually there all the time or dealing with stuff with his family. It just didn't make any sense. No, I, I, I totally agree. I don't... Not a lot, no one else seemed to have that problem. I think... Well, actually, no, I think the problem was people thought I said the promo was bad. I didn't, no. I didn't, I didn't mean that at all. But his, um, de- his delivery was fine. It was just some of the wording was questionable. Yeah, I, I think he should have gone, you know, shut up, Samoa Joe, I'm going to come, I'm going to kick your ass, blah, 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 blah. Because hmm. uh, the other thing I didn't really get... I, 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 I liked the fact from a person that has watched AJ Styles and Samoa Joe for 10 years, that it was referenced on WWE TV. You know, he hinted at a, uh, you know, a 10-year uh, relationship, friendship, which is true, because yeah. in 2007, they were tearing up in TNA. But because it hasn't been introduced into the story, I would much rather, if we're going to go in that direction, to to use it in that sense and to push it as, as much as we can. So it's all those, look, I get it, the little things, they don't matter. However, if I'm going to be critique and do a podcast, I've got to say something. And mm. it's those little things where I'm like, that maybe didn't necessarily work for how I wanted it to work. And then when we cut to Samoa Joe in the back and he's laughing, I'm like, yeah, mm. I'd love to, Samoa Joe. I yeah. think you're right. Yeah. I mean, it, it, there's a difference being a fan and a critique. I mean, as a fan, you let stuff go and just enjoy it. As a critique, you definitely, as a critique, critic. I'll use I'll use my words properly. Um, you you look at it and you pick away some of the bits and pieces, like the wording. Maybe last week I would have let it go, but because I knew it was coming on here, I paid a bit more attention and just went, "Hold on a second, that doesn't what? No, that doesn't make sense." So yeah, it it does seem that AJ's played into Samojo's hands by admitting, "Yeah, what Samojo says is is true," which. I don't think the right way to go. I don't. I don't. I, uh, I, I, when you I, when you agree with a heel, it, it it doesn't work. Yeah, I I think they could have gone a different direction and been fine. But hey, it's not the end of the world. I still think no. it'll be the best match on SummerSlam. I'm looking forward to it. I also mm. just realised I have to address this week's nonsense from ups and downs. I made a dumb joke that when Randy Orton said you can call me RKO, I went, you can't call him Randy Knockout. And then I just got inundated with tweets going, uh, he meant Randy Keith Orton. Yeah, I'm aware. I know this. I mean, literally, probably a thousand tweets. And I was like, <laughs> I love engage. I love people interacting. It's great. It's the best. But come yeah. on. Come on. Um, but yeah, talking of that, the opening of SmackDown was Randy coming out, just repeating all the same shtick that he said over the last couple of weeks. And I the feeling I got from this, and I really would like your uh, opinion, James, because a lot of people have said differently. Uh, he came across like a heel, but I didn't feel like he was received as a heel. I felt like everybody in that audience, I'm not saying they didn't boo him a little bit, but I'm saying I felt that everybody in that audience saw him as a, a superstar, which he is, and a legend to a certain degree, which he is. And therefore, mm. they were never going to boo him because it was like, wow, this is one of the biggest, if not the biggest star on the show. And mm. that's, that's, the, that's the vibe I got from it. doesn't mean he should just give up. He should keep trying. But I don't know if he can be a heel like he used to be because I do feel like he's entered the upper echelon of just, I've been here so long, I'm a veteran, I'm a custodian of the brand, all those kind of things. Yeah, I mean, Randy, when I came back, Randy Orton was a baby face, which to me was, what? Randy Orton's a heel. 
come on, he's he, he's the legend killer. He kicks people in the face. He does all of this. He's done all that in the past and just destroyed people. And people were cheering and all the RKO out of nowhere memes and stuff I've seen over the years. Um, but I had a similar feeling when he came back and was saying, right, you guys don't respect me. You don't do this. I'm like, Randy, they cheer you. They love you. <laughs> they do, this, yeah. What you're saying and the and the reality don't match up. But I mean, I love Randy as a heel. He has that venom. He's got the Viper's venom again. Is what I wrote when I was watching it. And like he naturally works. But this whole people don't respect me thing, it doesn't quite add up to the crowd reaction, Randy. When you walk out, there's massive cheering. And I remember when the. Uh, Greatest Royal Rumble was on. Uh, we had a friend round and we watched it because it was on at, at five o'clock in the afternoon. Here. And she hadn't watched wrestling for years. And it was just on in the background. And Randy Orton came out and she just went, oh, my God, who is that? And I was like, it's Randy Orton. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> and it's just like, OK, apparently he looks good as well. So people are going to cheer that way as well. Ah, dude, uh, as, so, as, the aesthetic in pro wrestling is you yeah, know, it's so, still important. Exactly. So he, it doesn't quite work, as you say, now compared to what it worked before, because he was the up-and-comer. He was being disrespectful. Now he's built up his reputation. He's been world champion 13 times, I think, is it? Um, he is the guy. And it just doesn't quite work in the way that when Triple H comes out and is talking his stuff, that you really go, oh, you're brilliant Triple H, but I hate you right now. Um, <laughs> you, you, you actually boo him. And if I was in the crowd, I'd boo Randy, but not properly, if that makes sense. No, it does. I, I think that, that's the only thing that came across to me. And don't get me wrong, I'm excited about the, the three-way that I think they're going to, they're going <laughs> to have. I, mean, I know we've got announced it's, um, it's Jeff versus Shinsuke at SummerSlam they've announced, isn't it? I think that's right. But yeah. uh, I, I still, I still think that it'll be added. Or at least I hope he is anyway. Because I, I want to see that three way. I think that three way would be really interesting. Yeah, um, I, I, I mean, I, I like what they're doing with Jeff and Shinsuke and Randy. And Shinsuke and Randy are the heels, but they're not working together. Like Shinsuke keeps looking at Randy, going, yeah, yeah, yeah. "I don't, I don't understand what you're doing, but I like it because it's helping me." I, I don't know if I want it to be a triple threat for SummerSlam. I don't know. Um. I just kind of like that Randy's just doing something outside the title picture, and I'd quite like him to just stay separate but still keep attacking Jeff um, because that's what his aim is now, to destroy the, the people that the fans like. Um, so, yeah, as a triple threat, I don't, I don't know if I agree with you with that, but I'll be interested to see what they do with it because it's definitely some of the stuff that they're doing, the wiping of the face, getting rid of the enigma and putting his finger in the hole of the ear that was <laughs> that that was pretty brutal to be honest for for a sport that oh an entertainment that you know isn't exactly what you see that looked pretty much as i saw it yeah that's why uh that that's why i like the this di dynamic because it, it's just so different i don't know what to expect and also hmm. because you basically got the, the you know randy orton and shinsuke nakamura kind of playing that role where their heels that people like and then mm. but it works kind of because jeff harley's a face that you know everybody's gonna like he's he, he's the superest of super faces 
I mean, I don't think there's anyone that hates him. There might be people that dislike him, but you respect him. I mean, he's he's 40 years old. He shouldn't be walking. It is amazing. Both both it's, both of them are just uh, yeah. just yeah. They, it, it's it's just great. But yeah, that, that was my only point with that. And uh, the last thing I do want to talk about SmackDown, uh, which everyone else, uh, look, I, I, it's just what I thought is the R Truth segment, right? <laughs> now I like R Truth a lot. I thought Little Jimmy was underused. I thought mm-hmm. when he came out and did the whole money in the bank thing, that it was brilliant. I think that R Truth character is great, and also I love that he's back on television. He's been out for age with injury. I thought it was awesome, but it was. Mm, it just didn't work for me for whatever reason. I like that stuff. I like the ridiculous. You know, I liked all the Kevin Owens and Braun Strowman stuff on Raw, for example. You know, Braun mm. Strowman comes up from the set like Jurassic Park, just great. However. Yeah. I, I don't know, you, but you tell me what you thought. I just would like, to, you, you know, another person's opinion when I'm talking to them face-to-face would be interesting. Yeah. Um, R-Truth segment, I, as is, I don't know if it was different in the, the way that the show flowed, but because I was I watched clips, the R-Truth segment where he said, oh, yeah, I'm going to pin Carmella because yeah. that's what I need to do to get a title shot. I, I genuinely laughed. I was like, "That, yeah, that's what seems to have happened the past two weeks. Good. But... Um, yeah, he just is, he's random. He he was taking the mick out of Shinsuke, repeating what Shinsuke does with his, ah, come on, man. <laughs> that was good, yeah, I do like that. Yeah. Well, yeah, you know, impressionist miscalling. Um, <laughs> um, but he, a bit random that he suddenly was having a title match. I like the open challenge thing when it's done well. I just didn't feel that it, felt right uh with r-truth just randomly coming in hopefully he stays around and and we get a bit more because um like ty dillinger where where's he been that was well? weird wasn't it that was he weird. just 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 hanging i don't know if he did more in the actual show but just hanging out in the background just comedy just, dudes yeah yeah really really just, really strange so i mean ty dillinger is someone i've gone back and i've watched it some of his stuff in nxt and again yeah, he, he he's yeah, he, he, again, has come up and, well, the Bobby Roode stuff is um, another thing. But I'm not even going to talk about it. I'm not even going to yeah. talk about it. All no. that stuff with Mojo Rawley no. and we just no. had that match on Raw and Bobby no. Roode won. No, no. That was, was it. Po- that, that was, was the it. point. What was the point? We should, we should, before I, I was going to run down the SummerSlam card, before we do that, we should talk about, I did enjoy the Daniel Bryan versus the Miz stuff. Uh, the Miz was on the set of Miz and Misses, running down Daniel Bryan. Daniel Bryan attacked him. Miz hit him with the Vars, ran off. Fine. Worked. It works because there's two yeah. people I want to see fight. I want to see them feud. You've already done the story. You don't need to do too much here. You've already sold it to me. Wonderful. Works well. Exactly. And and the way that the Miz just hits him with that vase and bang, he's down. That stops it, finishes it. Yeah. I did. I, there was an exclusive clip uh, on the YouTube channel where you could watch that fight from the other camera angle. That was the unseen fit, footage that they showed, which, again, it, it, it didn't show much more than we saw originally <laughs> um, but you know um yeah I, i'm looking forward to that i must admit i'm not the biggest daniel bryan fan originally yeah. but the, the fact that he's come back from his injury and that whole story is has made me go Absolutely, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it's wonderful, yeah, yeah i'm on board you you, you really have to well you just have to respect him for coming back from what oh, he's, he's, he's yeah he's the inspirational man you talked about the extended youtube clip have you watched the extended youtube clip with paul Heyman? um i've 
only ever watched the Paul Heyman interview on YouTube, so I suspect well, I have, um, yes. Well, so apparently there is some kind of extended clip that hints at something. I haven't seen it yet because I was out all day and yesterday we doing, were doing ridiculous things. So we don't know, I mean, I, I don't know what it is. is it, I, unaired final, you know, I'm going to watch it right now. That's what's going to happen. Everybody does this <laughs> on podcasts. I never do it. I'm going to do it, which is really hard because now I've got like music in my ears as well. Uh, right, hang on. Right, uh, um, it's Rena Young. It's asking, will, will Brock Lesnar beat Roman Reigns for the Universal Championship? Brock, Paul Heyman looks like he's turning into just a most broken man on the planet. It's only a minute oh, yeah. long. Oh, is it a minute? I've not seen that one then. I've he's just watched. talking about... I think this was on Raw, this bit. I can't remember. Oh, yeah. I've just seen it there. Unaired final moment of Paul Heyman. Yeah, I've not seen this. So this is that we saw on Raw at the moment, yeah? So what's the extra bit? Against this Brock Lesnar, Roman Reigns doesn't stand a chance. Right, that's where it ended on Raw, as far as I can remember. I've watched a lot of wrestling yep. the last two days. Yeah, that's where it ended. Yeah, and now he's sitting back. He's breathing. He looks like he's going to cry some more. He looks off into the distance. Oh, wait, he's thinking. He's thinking. Now, oh. yeah, WWE.com exclusive logo. Unless, oh. unless he said, unless he's changing his opinion. Oh. He said, unless, and he walked off. So basically, they're hinting that maybe Paul Heyman would join Roman Reigns. Mm, okay. Do it. Do it. At this point, it doesn't just matter. Do just do something different. Yeah, just, just do, do something it. different. If Brock's going away, work. just do it. I don't, actually, I say yeah. that. I, I don't ever want Paul Heyman and Brock Lesnar to spell because they did it once, didn't work. But just do it. I don't care. Do whatever you yeah. want. Uh, so right now, as we stand, I think this is pretty much the full card for, for, uh, for SummerSlam. Apparently, SummerSlam's going to be seven hours. So all yeah. the guns are ready to shoot yourself in the face. But Brock Lesnar versus Roman Reigns for the Universal Championship. Alexa Bliss versus Ronda Rousey for the WWE Raw Women's Championship. AJ Styles versus Mojo for the WWE Championship. Bludgeon Brothers versus New Day for the Tag Team, Smack, uh, Tag Team Championships on SmackDown. Braun Strowman versus Kevin Owens for the Money in the Bank contract. A lot of stipulations. Dolph Ziggler versus Seth Rollins for the IC Championship. Carmella versus Becky versus Charlotte for the IC title. We didn't talk about actually, like everything they're doing yeah. there. I'm enjoying that. Cedric Alexander versus Drew Gulak for the 205 Championship. Shinsuke versus Jeff for the US belt. Probably throw Randy in there. And then Finn Balor versus Baron Corbin. Daniel Bryant versus The Miz. Now, the reason I brought that up, because I also, quickly, before we do bring this to a close, wanted to talk about the All In card, which got updated uh. over the last few days. Uh, at the moment, this is what it's looking like. Nick Aldis versus Cody Rhodes for the NWA Championship. Akada versus Marty Skrull, Adam Page versus Joey Janela, Rey Mysterio, Bandido and Phoenix versus the Young Bucks and Kota Ibushi, which will be ridiculous. Yeah. Stephen Amell versus Christopher Daniels, which I can't wait for see because I think Christopher Daniels could have a good match with a pole. Tessa yeah. Blanchard versus Madison Rayne versus Chelsea Green versus Britt Baker. And on something that's going to air on WGN in America, which is a pretty big TV station, you're getting the mm. over-budget Battle Royal with Jordan Grace, Moose... Uh, Rocky Romero, Colt Cabana, Ethan Page, and more, and also the Briscoes and Frankie Zab Kazarian against Scorpion Sky. Um, I do, as his name has come up, I was actually, this is the best thing I'll ever say in my life, but I was actually on a show with Colt Cabana the other day, or Cabana, oh, wow. I should say, and I got to talk to him, watch him uh, perform. The man is awesome. And you can tweet him and tell him I said that. He's phenomenal. <laughs> anyway, the reason I wanted to bring up that just quickly is because I get more excited about All In by the day. Not going to lie. I'm a prick. I am going. Sorry to <laughs> anyone that hates me because of that. But James, I mean, Ring of Honor, uh, New Japan, that kind of thing. Does it float your boat? How do you feel about it? How do you feel about All In specifically? All In, I, I, I think, is just amazing. I mean, being a fan now compared to going back 10 years ago when I was properly into wrestling, 
all the indie stuff is available to every single person. It's available on your phone. You can just watch it wherever you are. And I, because of my job, don't have time to watch all of it, but I keep up to date and I hear stuff like yourself, people like yourself talk about what's happened. And yeah, all in for me, I'm looking forward to it just to try and see as much as I can. Um, yeah, it's got me excited and I don't know necessarily who half those guys are on that card. They just sound good. Um, just judging by some of the hype that everyone is talking about it. I've not got the background with them, but yeah, it excites me more than it's exciting me about SummerSlam. I don't think the SummerSlam card is bad. Um, I've seen people say, oh, it's not not the best, but to be honest, it, it doesn't seem bad. I mean, you've got AJ Styles against Samoa Joe. I mean, that's going to be, so long as they don't do a Shinsuke AJ. Um, I think ch- people forget where we are sometimes. Mm. AJ Styles versus Samoa Joe for the title. Come mm. on now, people. Mm. Come on now, people. And, and I mean, the Becky Lynch, uh, Charlotte and Carmella match. I, I'd have preferred it if it was just Becky Lynch on her own. But you know what? Adding Charlotte isn't a bad thing. Adding Charlotte, Charlotte, I think, is probably the best rest, female wrestler on their card. Um, it used to be Asuka, but, you know, that's gone wrong. Um, <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's the best way you could have put it so yeah. true it yeah. just went wrong it did yeah. you're right it did she kept i mean coming in when i did and she won the woman's royal rumble and she was undefeated and oh this and then she lost at wrestlemania which i thought was a fantastic match and then uh, and that's it that, that that's all i can describe it as uh, no I'm, uh, with you. I'm with you man yeah. Um, so yeah, the the card at, at All In gets me excited, and I'm interested to see what happens afterwards as well. Like the months after, do we get All In Two, or do we get the potential WWE pounce? Yeah, and don't forget the network. the potential. It certainly looks like that Madison Square Garden Ring of Honor. Uh, oh, paper, yeah. uh, a card is going to sell out. They've already sold 60% of their tickets. They don't even go on sale till Friday. So just throwing yeah. that out there. Right. On that note, Jane, anything else you want to talk about? Anything else you want to say before we draw this to a close? Um, not that's positive, I don't think. Um, I try to keep positive. This Wait, is a pro You, you, you can rag on something if you want as well, man. You go for it, man. Uh, well, I, I just feel, you know, with the NXT stuff, watch NXT. Um, and hopefully WWE keeps the people in NXT for a while and only brings them up when they've got a story for them. Um, Because there's there's so much potential there. There's Adam Cole, who I... He'll be fine regardless, I think, Adam He'll be be fine, but the Velveteen Dream and Ricochet and people like that who just need time to develop a little bit more to get to that level, I, I don't want them to be rushed up and just... Just leave it as it is for now. Alistair Black, um, well, he's injured, isn't he, at the, at the moment, I think. Yeah, I, he is, yeah, yeah. I, yeah, yeah, so I haven't seen an update on that. But just keep them there. Just l- leave them be. It's quite good at the moment. Don't waste them. Because the talent that's in wrestling at the moment in WWE is unbelievable. Um, the standard now, there is 
there's no bad wrestler out there. Well, there never was a bad wrestler, to be fair, but the standard now, like Rey Mysterio said when he came on, he was doing one flip. Now they're doing four flips and and stuff like that. It's just unbelievable. And just be people just be happy with what we've got. Um, yeah. Well, well, please. please. Uh, on that note, all I say is watch out for a what culture video soon. Maybe just about that subject. Uh, <laughs> man, everyone is going to hate me for that video, but I don't care. Uh, right. Okay. On that note, I think we've kind of covered everything that happened in WWE this week. If I've missed something, I apologize. I try not to. Um, I don't think I've missed anything out in, in the, in the, in the wider sphere as well. Like I say, I was at discovery wrestling at Sunday with my gammy arm getting there was a nightmare, but I managed to do it. I had a booking and I like to, to fulfill those bookings. So if you were there, thank you very much. And thank you to everyone at discovery wrestling, um, for having me apart from one guy who decided that he would interrupt what i did but we'll talk about that at a later date we don't i'm not even mentioning his name on my podcast um and yes i will have an update about when i can return to the ring maybe on the fridays and we will be on friday's episode so i will i will, I will update you there and patrons I'll, I'll let you know what's going on tomorrow but james thank you very much for joining me is there anything else you'd like to plug or get out there uh Keeping school, people. Keeping school. <laughs> Listen to your teachers. Exactly. It's, it's, a, it's a hard job, but someone's got to do it. He's not wrong. He's not wrong. So do that. Uh, and of course, uh, if you'd like to go on Simon's Pro Wrestling Podcast or just support the podcast, especially at the moment, because as I was telling James before we came on it, I had to turn work down the other day because it would require me holding a camera. I cannot do it. So if you want to throw a dollar in the mix, I'm not going to say no at the moment. In fact, I'm going to appreciate it. And of course, you can look on there to find out how you can get on the podcast as well. Just simonmiller.com forward slash... No, what? No. Patreon.com forward slash Simon316. Subscribe to the YouTube channel, youtube.com forward slash the Miller Report Rules. Follow me on Instagram, Twitter, at Simon316. Go and join the Facebook group, Simon's Pro Wrestling Podcast. And if you go there right now, there's a thread for Friday's Q&A episode where you can ask whatever wrestling-related question you want. And if you're on iTunes, give us five stars. James, thank you again for all your support and for your time. Uh, it really does mean the world to me, so I appreciate that. Thank you for having me. Oh, you're very welcome. Enjoy. You're very welcome. And again, we will be back hopefully on Friday. Sometimes we're a little delayed. It should be Friday. Either way, I'll talk to you again later this week. And I'll talk to you again very soon.